Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it's... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I am your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to The Geek Show. It's a show where we take a break from all the news, politics, all of that, push it to the side, and talk about fun things. Normally, we're in a weird time right now with the coronavirus and stay-at-home order, and because of it, the geek community is starting to feel the effects of it. But for the most part, we're going to talk about video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. And I have a jam-packed show, as always. We'll start off with the news of the week. I got some interesting news from Twitter, Google, Broadway, and Adobe. Adobe's doing something really cool. Then we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about movies, TV shows that I've been watching that you can watch while we're all at home. Then we go back to news and after news. We go to Corey's Tech Corner where we talk about the latest and greatest in the technology world. And then we end the show with Corey's top five list of the week. I don't know why I just talked in third person there. With my top five list of the week, uh, I have a bunch of interesting clips, some viral, some fun things to do, and just kind of a continuation of uh, what to watch while you're at home on the weekend because it's really interesting. There's this, uh, we're starting to finally feel the effects, at least in the movie and video game world of the coronavirus. Um, there are literally like no movie trailers being released right now because they don't know when they're going to be able to come back. Uh, Disney, which I'll talk about later, uh, announced a bunch of changes with its entire lineup, which is insane. And, because of this coronavirus and because of the stay-at-home order, it's going to start to impact the uh, summer blockbuster season. That's where movies make a majority of their money. So we'll have to wait and see on how that continues to go. But it's interesting that there are no trailers anymore. It's really eerie because usually I get like two or three every week, but not this time. But for right now, let's head straight into the news. And we got to start off with a weird one because I don't know about you, but I use Twitter. And if you don't, first of all, congratulations. That's an addiction I sadly cannot get away from. But uh, you might have noticed something this week. And I think most people just hit the Xbox and ignored it. But uh, if you recently logged into Twitter, a pop-up box came on when you logged in. And it said there was a little thing that Twitter was explaining something. And it notifies us that they are now sharing more data with advertisers. So Twitter has removed a privacy feature that allowed all users to stop sharing private information with advertisers. The setting prevented, according to Twitter, uh, sharing information like the ads that you saw or interacted with and the tracking identifier on your phone. For most users, that information will now be shared by default, and it cannot be turned off. So this has to be the first time in, I think, social media and Internet history that a company has removed a privacy feature. So... Uh, on Facebook, I have it. I have my fa my personal Facebook page on lockdown that only uh, my friends can see my stuff, and that's it. And Twitter had it too. You could just uh, hit a check mark, and boom, advertisers can no longer track you, what you're doing, what your interests are, or read any tweets that you had. 
and they remove that. And I get it. I do. But it's just very rare for a company to do a almost a little sneaky in removing that feature. I mean, do it during the coronavirus where everybody's worried and not paying attention to the smaller stuff that's going around. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just I was really shocked by this because I even almost just hit the Xbox and like, ah, I don't care. It's probably some pop up ad. But no, they're removing a privacy feature. They won't be doing that in Europe because Europe has a new um, Europe, European Free Trade Association agreement where they have to legally tell people where all your information goes. But I would hope the United States could get on that, but we'll have to wait and see. So if you are protective of your privacy, just be aware that advertisers are getting a little more. Twitter says, hey, look, in order for us to make money, we have to show advertisers, hey, your guys' ads that you put on here are being interacted with, are being seen and being watched, and here's who's watching it and such. So I don't know. They said they promised that they're not going to give away your username, your personal name, your email address, phone number, anything. But when it comes to t big tech companies, we know that for the most part, that's usually a lie. Uh, something cool, in uh, one thing I really find interesting about uh, the tech and industry world right now uh, with the coronavirus is a lot of free stuff. A lot of people are taking advantage that people are using their computers and smart devices, and they're offering stuff to kind of lead you into a um, more focused on that so that when we're out of this, you'll still go back. Uh, Apple, the iTunes store, is offering a bunch of free games. Um, a lot of uh, places are offering free subscription services, including this one, Google Stadia. So Google Stadia, I'm not going to go into the nitty and gritty because it'll take me literally a very long time to explain it all. It's basically a hub where you can buy video games. It, well, the best way to describe it is it's the Netflix of video games. You can buy a video game in one spot and play it anywhere you want. And they're offering a f starting earlier this week. And even now you can sign up if you have a Gmail account for free access to it which is awesome. It means you can uh, purchase games on there and play them anywhere with up to 180p graphics, 60 frames per second, stereo, surround sound. Awesome. They're also offering, on top of that, two free months of Stadia Pro, which basically means you get free games every month. Uh, right now you have Destiny 2, the collection, uh, Grid, which is a racing game, Steam World Dig 2, and a few others. Um this is what the, I want to emphasize to a lot of people. Uh, there is a lot of offers from like streaming services, Hulu, uh, CBS uh, Plus and NBC's one uh, where you can sign up and you get like a month or two for free. Do it because here's the secret. As soon as you go in, it says, hey, we need your credit card information. So do it. Sign up with your credit card. But once you're done, it'll say, OK, we'll charge you after the two free months. You don't have to wait two months. Just literally that second you are done, hop in and cancel your subscription. And it'll say, okay, your subscription ends in two months. You can continue watching until then. And then, boom, you have two free months. And I don't know how long this stay-at-home order is going to take, but, boom, you have access to two months of uh, Google Stadia Pro. You're able to play great games for a great price. So kind of cool. And I think you can do that on all of them. I think Netflix might have like a seven-day pass, but for the most part, because of where we are right now, a lot of places are offering uh, free months of subscriptions for free if you sign up. Also, by the way, I don't think I mentioned this last time because I saw it after the fact, but uh, 
HBO, HBO Go right now is offering a bunch of free movies to watch for kids. And then on the other end, you have a lot of HBO uh, made shows that are being offered for free. You can watch the complete season of The Wire, uh, the the whole seasons of uh, Barry, which is a fantastic series. All you have to do is go to HBO Go. You don't have to log in. You don't have to sign up for it. You just hit play and you'll be able to watch. Super, super cool. Uh, Let's continue on. This one's weird. Uh, We've talked about this one before. Lego has a new interactive Super Mario set where uh, Mario comes in a Lego form, but he's digital. And you can jump him around with the Legos, and it looks weird. I think it looks cool, but at the same time weird. Because I don't know if kids want to play Mario without a controller by just moving him around. But uh, they announced it. It's going to come out in August 1st is the release date. Pre-orders are starting now. Uh, for the base set, it'll be fifty nine ninety nine, and it will continue to grow from there. Uh, you don't get that many Lego pieces in the base set, but it's because you get a... Uh, the Mario figure itself is an impressive piece of technology with like a screen on it. Very interactive. I think younger kids will like it. I don't know if it's enough to get like Nintendo fans to jump in. Uh, they also have two sets, expansion sets. There's a twenty nine ninety nine uh, Piranha Plant Power Slide Extension uh, set, and then a ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents Bowser's Castle Boss Battle. So cool. I don't know if it's enough to get regular like Nintendo fans like me to buy it. But if it's a way to get kids involved with something that they love, I think that's really cool. But that's really expensive. Now, if they introduced a Pokemon Lego set, I'm all in on that one. I'll pay a lot of money for that. Uh, weirdly enough, they have Mega Bloks. And who the heck uses Mega Bloks? Legos all the way. Next up, Adobe is doing something really cool. Adobe is releasing a free coloring book for kids that they, if they want to uh, just print out and color in or they can use Photoshop and color it in. And it's really cool. They're releasing, I think they already released five or six images that you can print off and color. And they plan on updating it weekly to help keep your kids busy when they're done with their schoolwork. Absolutely awesome. I love it when companies do something creative like this. They're showing off the artwork of several people that you can then print off and color. And let's keep the artistry going with kids. I'm a big supporter of uh, art. And you can get it all through Adobe Create Online Magazine. Just look up Adobe Free Coloring Book and you'll find it, I promise. And uh, super, super cool. I, I love that companies are doing unique things during this time where we're all at home. Uh, another cool thing that makes me so excited is that the gaming PC company called Main Gear, they make customized uh, computer consoles. I mean, they look beautiful and they're expensive as heck. They have announced that they are uh, retooling a significant portion of its manufacturing facility, normally dedicated to making very expensive and very pretty PCs, uh, to create emergency ventilators to help aid hospitals fight the coronavirus. Super, super cool. Uh, I know online with Twitch and streaming services, people are raising a bunch of money, but the fact that a big company like a gaming PC company is going to take the time to retool their company to make ventilators... Always, always awesome. Uh, if it's one thing about this coronavirus, you see the goodness in a lot of people. There are a lot of good people out there doing good things. Ignore the hate. Ignore the yelling. And, uh, yeah, just if you look for the good stuff, you'll find it, I promise. Finally, before we hit the break, uh, James Gunn. So James Gunn did something on Twitter. He said, hey, guys, I'm going to start watching Guardians of the Galaxy at 7 o'clock 
I will be live tweeting during the entire thing. If you have any questions or comments, anything at all, send it to me. I'll answer them the best I can during this. And he did. It was super awesome. You can just go back and just look up James Gunn on Twitter, and you can find it where he started, and you can hit play and follow through. He does a lot of cool tidbits, but the biggest one is that somebody asked about uh, Rocket Raccoon's origin story, and James Gunn said, I'm not going to go into it, but let's just say that Rocket is a big part of what's happening in the future for the Guardians. So really, really cool. And uh, I would go more into it, but I'll talk about it after the break. The Guardians of the Galaxy movie is going to take a very long time to come out. Uh, James Gunn is working on DC Comics Suicide Squad right now. And then on top of that, Disney shifted a lot of their movies, which I'll talk about after the break. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk movies. We're going to talk uh, TV shows, a little bit of everything. <laughs> Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How's everybody doing? This is a segment I like to talk about movies and TV shows. And what's really interesting is I just popped up RottenTomatoes.com. And normally on the website it has top streaming movies, TV, what's most popular on TV, and then movie theaters. And it gives you the box office. But because movie theaters are closed right now, they have a feel-good movies section where it's all movies that will make you feel good in this uncertain time. And it is filled with some hidden, beautiful gems. A Little Miss Sunshine, fantastic movie, 91% in Rotten Tomatoes. Older movie, but really, really good. Paddington 2, obviously uh, that bear gets the best reviews of all time. I've never seen any of the Paddington movies but I heard it's phenomenal. School of Rock, yes. Fighting with my family. Okay, this one I have to shout out because I'm not a big fan of wrestling and I'm not a big fan of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. This movie has both of them. Uh, Dwayne's not the main star. It is based off of a true story about a wrestler. I don't remember her name and her rise in entering into the world of WWE. And I never thought in my life that I would tear up and be excited about a wrestling movie that involves WWE. It is a fantastic movie, fantastic family movie, fighting with my family. Really good, really worth your time. Just a fantastic film. Uh, but let's talk about streaming. The All eyes right now are on this movie. And I pause because you're going to laugh at me as soon as I say it. But stay with me. I promise it's worth it. Trolls World Tour. First of all, I hate that title because it's really hard to say. Trolls World Tour, which is the sequel to the last Troll movie. I think uh, Justin Timberlake is in it. Yeah. And why are all eyes on it? It's because this movie is being released digitally only. Uh, movie theaters are closed right now. And most of the big studios moved their release dates to later times. But this company, I think it's Universal, uh, is releasing the movie digitally right now, this weekend, so you can watch it. I think you can rent it for $20, uh, watch it at home, watch it as many times within the 48 hours. And the reviews are great. It's at 80% in Rotten Tomatoes. People are saying it's just a family fun, good film to watch. So if you want to watch something new that you haven't seen or your kids haven't seen, because I know they're probably playing Frozen 2 for about the 100th time, you could take a break and watch this show. But... uh all eyes are on it because movie theaters are worried, as I talked about in the last segment, uh, about what's going to happen to them after this is all done because there's a lot of focus on uh, digitally releasing movies. So all eyes will be on it. If it does well, we might see more of this in the future, even when movie theaters are back open. Not 100% guarantee, but we'll have to wait on that. Uh, but let's quickly talk about some TV shows and then we'll call it uh, for news. 
I have to talk about Westworld. Westworld is one of my biggest addictions right now. I love that show. I've been following it since I think it first came out when I started the Geek Show. Yeah, I think so. And I love it. It is a show based off of a movie, based off of a book. Uh, Michael Crichton, I believe is his name. He wrote like Jurassic Park. He wrote a bunch of really, really good books. Uh, then the movie Westworld is tied into this a little bit, but basically it's a theme park where you uh, it's set in the West and the uh, cowboys and Indians and all of that. And you pay a bunch of money. You can go to the park. Everyone there, except for a few others who are there, are robots. And you can do whatever you want in that world. If you see a, a horse running by, you can go grab that horse and do whatever you want. If you see a bad guy, you can go shoot him. If you see a good guy, you can go show him. You can just cause mayhem. You can do whatever you want as long as you're rich and you have the money to pay to go there. And I never thought that that show would have such deep levels of what does it mean to be human? What does it mean to have a soul? And it's just a show that keeps slowly unraveling and showing you more and more depth. It's fantastic. Season three is out right now. Rumors are this is the last season, but it's really, really good. Definitely worth your time. Uh, I said it earlier, but HBO is offering uh, a bunch of free shows to watch via HBO Go. Sadly, this is not on the list, but I think you can have uh, you can sign up for like a week free trial and you can watch them all, binge them all. Fantastic series. Uh, continuing on in most popular, Tales from the Loop is a new Amazon series. This one's interesting because uh, I, I really believe this show was made by people who maybe smoked a little bit too much. Uh, it is a very, very, very slow show, and I can't emphasize that enough. Very slow. But it's interesting because it talks about uh, technology and how humans interact with it, how humans are. Really fantastic series. It's based off of paintings. I know it's weird to explain, but there's a whole backstory with these paintings and robots set in this older time. It's interesting. It's at 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll be honest with you. I watched an episode and I fell asleep through half of it because I decided to watch it when I laid down before I went to sleep for the night. And that was a bad choice because it is a very, very slow movie or not movie show. There's, I believe, eight episodes. They are all interconnected somehow, but they are all a their own thing. So there's each story is its own. You can watch them in any order you want. It's weird. That's the best way to describe it. I hope they continue to do stuff like this, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, some quick ones. Uh, Tiger King. Why is that show popular? I, I look at Tiger King like I do fidget spinners. Now that everybody is in love with that show, I don't want to do it. Now that everybody, when fidget spinners became absurdly popular, I didn't want to do it anymore. So I'm not going to watch Tiger King, but it's out there. Everybody's talking about it. I mean, heck, even during uh, one of the presidential coronavirus updates this week, a reporter literally asked if they're going to pardon the guy from the Tiger King movie. I know it's weird times we're living in. <laughs> Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? Uh, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. And, okay, let's be real. I love doing this show in general, just everything about it I love. But this is one of my more favorite segments because I really like technology. This is a segment I call Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about the news of the world with technology. And one of my favorite ways to start this segment is with new technology. And we have a big one. So, to set the stage... 
this year is a big year for video games because we have the PlayStation 5 being released and the Xbox Series X is what it's called. Terrible name. But uh, we've already seen everything that the Xbox has to offer, except for the games. We've seen the actual uh, system itself, which is basically like a uh, just a black tower. And then we've seen the controllers, which is your typical Xbox 360 controller, just a little beefier and a little more stuff on the inside to make it better. Well, Sony decided to drop a bomb at a really weird time on a Tuesday, just randomly on a Tuesday. Sony was like, hey, take a look at this. And they released images of what the PlayStation 5 controller will look like. And I know a lot of people don't play video games who might listen to this so i'm going to quickly go over it but if you have a playstation or seen a playstation controller before it basically looks like that but a little beefier and you explain it to people who've never seen a playstation controller before the best way to describe it is imagine a space invader as a controller and you got it. it it's really really cool looking uh what i really love about it is how it just looks like something you would grab from the future like a hundred years from now it's pure white with a little bit of black at the bottom and the blue lights up on the inside it looks really cool uh, i'm not going to go over into the really specifics i think one of the cooler features is they have this thing these trigger buttons on the back so whenever you're playing a game like call of duty where you have weapons and guns you pull on the trigger, and it feels like you're pulling a trigger on a gun. Well, this one, because of the new technology it has, it will add feedback. So let's say you are pulling a like a bow and arrow. You have to press harder down, and you will feel as the bow keeps going back. So it will make it feel more realistic, and I think that's really what the main push of this is. Obviously, they're not going to go and make a system that's dedicated to full uh, VR, but they want to make it feel as realistic as possible. And uh, also for uh, the video game aspect of it, um, I think a lot of these systems are going to be about speed. Speed, speed, speed. That's going to be the number one thing. I think less so on the graphics. I think graphics, of course, will improve. But we're kind of reaching almost the point where do we need any better graphics? So right now it's going to be speed and the amazing loading times that these things are going to have. It's insane. I'll be curious to see. Hopefully one of these days PlayStation will announce uh, everything when it comes to uh, their system. Microsoft has announced pretty much everything. We've seen the system. We've seen the controller. We just don't know the price point or the release date, but it is coming out later this year. So if you like video games and you like new technology, take a look at this. Uh, just type in PlayStation 5 controller on Google. It is really, really cool looking. All right, this one is interesting. I've talked about this before on the show. QB. QB is a brand new uh, streaming service. And way before all of this coronavirus and the stay-at-home orders, I said, look, guys, this is going to be the thing of the year that everybody's going to be talking about. But then we have a huge problem. The coronavirus. Everybody's staying inside and they're not going out. So QB is a online platform where you can watch, uh, like, uh, little, not clips, they're full episodes of shows, but they are small. They're designed for people when they're out on the go. And uh, so, like, if you're on the train, you can watch on your phone. They're quick. They got really big, really famous people in it. I mean, they marketed the heck out of this. And then they decided to release it earlier this week on April 6th. Two big things happened. First, they experienced an outage on launch day. So from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock, uh, that day, nobody was able to access the website. Ouch. It got bombed with reviews on their shows. Their shows are not good. I downloaded it because you get 90 days for free when you first sign up. 
And uh, yeah, it's I've not found anything that I really enjoyed. I was really excited. They, I, one of the things I was most excited about was Reno 911. They were going to do an entire new season on this, but now it's gone. Uh, the other big thing was QB, for some reason, decided to stick with their release date. They're like, nope, we're not going to wait for the coronavirus to pass. We're going to do it. And when you design a platform that is designed specifically for commuters and people who ride the bus and who get on a train, why would you release a product that's designed for that during a pandemic like this? Why? And because of that, this might kill the company. Uh, to show, to, to just explain how bad this is for them, QB's launch day downloads, so the amount of downloads they got per phone, per person, was 300,000. That is a crazy small amount for a launch device and for a product that they marketed like crazy. They announced it this year at the Consumer Electronics Show. I talked about it. I literally said this is going to be the hot thing this year that everybody will be talking about. But they decided to release it. The products are not good. 300,000 downloads is terrible. To put that in perspective, on the other end, I mean, this might be an exaggeration because Disney is huge. But Disney Day 1 had 4 million downloads on Day 1 to QB's 300,000. So, ouch, not good. Uh, let's get some shorter ones. Netflix is going to allow parents to remove movies and shows and filter things by ratings. So if you don't know, on Netflix, if you have a family, you can set up accounts so that when you log in, you can click, oh, I want um, my account, or I want my daughter's account. And now parents are going to have better control over it, which is awesome. I think, uh, without a doubt, parents should be able to do that, hop in with their kids and make sure they're not watching anything that they wouldn't want. Cool. Um, I have two big ones. Uh, I don't have time. Uh, let's do this one really quickly. There's a fantastic piece from the New York Times. The virus changed the way we use the Internet. Just some interesting stats that um, the website usage has been up, which makes sense. Apps on our phone usage are down. Um, one thing that brought hope to me is that um, when we're searching for coronavirus-related information, there is an uptick significantly, I think by 150% of people finding and reading from their local newspapers, their local radio stations, their local news sources. And I think that's awesome. And it's even showing in that partisan site. So you have like Infowars, uh, Free Beacon, Breitbart, Daily Caller are all down. And that makes me very happy because especially for places like Infowars that spread specifically false or misleading information. The fact that people aren't going there to find this information about the coronavirus is great. Uh, the other one, just something to think about. Maybe I'll break it down closer to it, or maybe I'll even bring Greg and Dan in next week and talk about it. But there's a new shift because of this world that we're in right now that uh, Easter is going to have a big digital event where people are all going to gather together and eat via Zoom. And I think it's a fascinating concept to uh, imagine getting grandma all set up to get going with the iPad. But with that, you guys, I'm way over time. When we get back, we're going over the top five list of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. 
The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronic. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm sad to say, though, that this is the last part of The Geek Show. I know, I know, no crying, please. But this is a segment that I love doing every week. It's the top five list of the week. These are the top five most important videos that I have seen throughout the week that I think you all should be aware about. And, of course, because of the situation that we're in with the coronavirus, there's not a lot of new movie trailers or anything. So a lot of these are viral trailers or things you can do while you are at home on the weekend under the stay-at-home order. And, yeah, let's just get into it because I got some great pieces of audio. Let's jump into it with... Number five. Number five goes to a fantastic viral video. You, you got a family and they're singing a musical, one of my favorite musicals of all time, but they make it in a coronavirus spin. You'll understand. Take a listen to this. How can I play when we are One day more. Our grandparents are miles away. They can't work Skype. We're broken. That was absolutely awesome. Obviously, based on their accent, they're from the UK. But if you go to YouTube and just type in Les Miserables Family in Lockdown, you'll be able to find it. They are in a lockdown in the UK. We are just at a stay-at-home order. But it is fantastic. I love musicals. Like, I am a nerd when it comes to musicals. I really, really enjoy them. And the fact that they took a Les Miserables song, which is, first of all, a hard enough song to do, uh, but to have your whole family, a wife, a husband, and four kids sing that and sing it beautifully. They did it really good. But I wonder if it's just the accent that makes it sound good. Uh, whenever I try to sing, people just run away in fear and <sighs> glass breaks. But, you know, so if you're interested, Google uh, Les Miserables Family Lockdown. You'll be able to see it. It is fantastic. Number four. Number four goes to this weekend. It is released after five years a remake of the best video game of all time i am not joking so what did you want to talk about when spring comes i'm leaving town i'm going to midgar i'm going to be a soldier the best of the best like sephiroth Tell me, is it really you? Are we on schedule? Please, Mr. President, I am asking you to reconsider. No begging. <sighs> Director Twisty. The stench of the director's cowardice fills the room yet again. Oh, did you understand any of what you just heard? No? Well, congratulations, you are with all of us, because that is Final Fantasy VII. If it's one thing I give to this... Uh, franchise Final Fantasy which is a video game is it has some of the more uh, crazy uh, hard to understand stories of all time uh, each series this is seven is uh, its own story but they're usually really convoluted over the top and just hard to connect together but Final Fantasy 7 is highly regarded as one of the best video games of all time for story for RPG mechanics role-playing game and uh, for the combat, and it is out this weekend, a remake of the game, part one. Uh, a lot of people don't know that this is not a remake of the full game. 
just part of it. When you play it for $60, you get up to 40 hours worth of game, and the reviews are in, and they're really good. So if you're at home and you want a taste of old school or something new, Final Fantasy VII Remake is out now. You can buy it digitally, or I think you can reserve it at like a Walmart, so when you pick up your food, you can pick up that. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to Adam Sandler. He is known for his great holiday songs. Well, he made a coronavirus quarantine song. Doctors and nurses will save us from this mess if we get them the supplies that they need. And I hope they save us soon, because I'm really, really sick of my family. You're a nerd, a doctor can give you a note. So during gym class, you don't have to run the mile. School nurses give the odor into stinky kids. So they're a little less stinky for a while. Yeah, so uh, he debuted that song on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Obviously, he couldn't be in the studio, so that's why the audio quality isn't the greatest. But yeah, it's cool that he's continuing on his line of music with uh, what's going on in the world. Really cool. Look it up. It's at like 4 million views on YouTube. It's insane. Adam Sandler and his quarantine song. Number two. Number two. Okay, number two I have on here because uh, for several reasons. I think it's awesome. But this is uh, comedian Melissa Villasenor. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She's on SNL. As soon as you hear her voice, you know who she is. I'll play the clip first, and then I'll talk about it. She did a live stand-up show on YouTube, which you can get access to right now. You know, I used to have a lot of crushes on me on airplanes. Babies always had crushes on me. There's something about me. Do you guys ever have that, like a little baby? Just uh, take it and staring at you and just going, And then I, I don't like it because I was like, oh, no. Now the baby's going to be looking at me the whole flight. You know, this happened on planes a lot. Ah. And the mom usually goes, oh, he likes you. Do you like the lady? And then I get, I'm like, no, I don't want this. Now it's my job to entertain you the whole flight. No, it's not my job. I figured out a way too to to make them, you know, really put an end to these babies crushing on me. Next time a baby in the future, when we get back on planes, next time a baby looks at me and goes, and the mom goes, oh, he likes you. I'll just go, really? No, no, ma'am, no, not like that. Oh, <laughs> fine then. It's not my type anyway. They're too tiny. I really like her humor just because uh, she is an introvert and a little socially awkward like me. And she shows that off in her uh, comedy routine. But it's really cool. I mean, if you really think about it, obviously she's recording it from her room. Uh, but it is a full 40-minute show. You are basically going to see her live at her comedy show, show, but for free. You don't have to pay for a ticket to watch her on stage. It's really, really cool. Uh, she said she's going to continue to do this every once in a while. So really cool. It's Melissa Villasenor. I believe that is how you pronounce her name. You'll be able to find it on YouTube. 
seriously, it is so funny. And just the fact that you're getting a full 40-minute stand-up routine from a big comedian on Saturday Night Live for free is really, really cool. Here's number one. Number one. Okay, number one. Uh, as I said earlier, when it comes to musicals, I am a big geek when it comes to musicals. And there are two that are on top of my list. Well, number one is easily uh, Town, and one of my favorite musicals of all time. But then number two comes the musical Hamilton. And something really cool happened. I talked about it, I think it was two weeks ago, or maybe it was even last week. There is a new YouTube channel called Some Good News with John Krasinski. He's from The Office. He plays Jim. And, well, at the very end of his uh, recent episode, he was talking to this young lady, and she was upset because she had tickets to Hamilton in New York, but obviously it was canceled due to the coronavirus. And he had a little surprise for her. He brought Lin-Manuel out, who created the show and played Alexander Hamilton. But then they continued on a little bit at the end here. I'll play a bit of it. I just love it. Take a listen to this. It was a big shock to her. We can top that right now, though. Oh, wait. Something. Oh, wait, oh, sorry. Wait, there are a bunch of people just joining. That's my favorite song from Hamilton. How does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman, dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean by providence impoverished and squalor, grow up to be a hero and a scholar? The ten dollar founded father without a father got a lot farther by working a lot harder by being a lot smarter by being the self-starter by 14. They placed him in charge of a trading charter. Yeah, so he surprised her with the entire cast, the original cast of Hamilton. They sang for her. It was awesome. They recorded her reaction. She was so excited. It's just really cool, and we need more good news in this weird time that we're in. So if you're interested, go to YouTube, Some Good News. It's hosted by John Kaczynski. Episode 1, they talked about The Office, some really cool behind-the-scenes stuff, and then this episode where Hamilton was involved, and you can listen to the whole song. And the fact that they did it all through Skype and through Zoom is really, really cool. I love that technology is able to do that. And with that, you guys, we're going to call it a day. Have a fantastic weekend. Thank you for joining me on The Geek Show. If you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can download our new 1470 WMBD app and then look in the, I think it's the on-demand section, and you'll see The Geek Show. Listen to it. It's great. You can also listen to The Greg and Dan Show After Party, which I host with uh, Greg and Dan. A lot of fun. Have a fantastic weekend. I know times are weird right now, and we're kind of unsure where we're going to be, and even in a week from now. But together, all of us through this community, through the community of Peoria, I know for a fact that we will make it. We will be better out of this in the long run. And I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Go reach out to somebody that you haven't talked to for a while. Say, hey, how you doing? And, yeah, be good. See you guys next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.